Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. My name's Tom Butterfield, and I am your host as ever. On the 11th of November 2002, Coroner Andrew Haig recorded a verdict of death by industrial disease. At the time, it was a groundbreaking decision, the first time this ruling had ever occurred in the UK, because it regarded a professional sports person, an ex-international footballer no less, Jeff Astle. It was the tireless, dedicated work by his family and loved ones who managed to break through seemingly impenetrable barriers and pave the way for other families to get support and potentially claim compensation for this issue. And of course, the most recent FA decision to ban heading in those under the age of 12 years old. Derek Robson, the consultant neuropathologist on the case at Queen's Medical Centre in Nottingham, told the inquest Astle was suffering from a brain condition which was likely to have been exacerbated by heading leather footballs. Much heavier than those used by professional players today, of course. I remember my granddad saying that he tried not to head the ball between November and March because it was like heading a cannonball. The water would make the ball heavier and add a bit of icy conditions in there. And I don't think his analogy would have been too far from the truth, in all honesty. The neuropathologist went on to say, and I'll quote him on this, I found there was considerable evidence of trauma to the brain, similar to that of a boxer. It is quite probable that it was heading a heavy football that caused it. I played football from the age of, well... Uh, when I could stand, really, which was about 10 months of age. Always had a ball with me everywhere I went. And I remember my dad rolling me the ball. I'd kick it back. He'd roll me the ball. I'd kick it back again. And I'd try to kick it really hard to get that look of surprise and a puff of the cheeks from him as it uh, rocketed towards him. I remember being taught how to head the ball at training. And if you caught it on the top of your head, it would ache and it'd throb for a good minute afterwards. There's nothing quite like timing a header and feeling it sort of fly off your forehead like a rocket. But now I've got to say I regret every single memory of those. Uh, I'm fearful that the thousands of impacts to my head will accumulate and potentially hasten the onset of cruel neurological diseases such as dementia. For these reasons, I'm fully in favour of the FA decision to ban heading for those players under 12. And I hope that all governing bodies take it seriously and take the same stance. I would be in favour of eventually taking heading out of the game entirely at all levels. But I understand that's a huge seismic shift. And that's probably going to ruffle a few feathers and make people feel a bit uneasy. But perhaps the FA trial is the first step in that journey. Now, I cringe whenever I see a young player head the ball. Just as I would if I saw a young boxer receive a heavy right hand to the head. Interestingly, there are actually some virtual reality programs being released that will try and teach children how to header a football without having them have to header a football. So keep your eyes open for those. I know there will be people out there who will be saying this is another example of snowflake culture, but I disagree hugely with that. This is a huge decision to take to fundamentally change the most played sport on the planet, I believe it is. Will it ultimately change the type of player we see excelling on the pitch at the top level? Will we find the typical tall, strong centre-half becomes pretty much redundant? 
Will the game become more technical? Or will the long ball become more effective because it's more difficult to defend because you can't just head it away? I think we're on the edge of an extremely exciting time for football. One that requires change in order to reduce the risk of our children and grandchildren becoming unable to live a full, healthy and happy life due to the sport that they love playing. Totally unaware that it could slowly take away everything precious to them. I wonder if Jeff Astle would give back everything he achieved in his glittering football career in order to live that full, healthy life. I mean, we'll never know. But look at Rugby World Cup winner Steve Thompson, who played hooker for England. He's publicly stated that he wishes he'd never played rugby due to the health issues that he's experiencing, due to repeated head injuries and concussions. And it's not just rugby and football, of course. The NFL has also taken a close look at the condition known as chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is caused by repeated blows to the head and repeated concussions. There have been several sad cases where ex-NFL and college-level American football players have taken their own lives due to the unbearable symptoms that they suffer. And they've even chosen a way to end their life that wouldn't damage the brain so that researchers might gain greater understanding of head trauma and sport. I'm going to dedicate the next few episodes to head injuries and concussion in sport. If you have any views on this subject, I'd love to hear them. And if you're an expert in the field and would like to share your expertise with the audience, then please contact us on info at elevatehealthuk.com. We'd love to hear from you. you know, share the episode, review it and subscribe, etc. And take care and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye bye.